It's important to know. Dark Days of Dorothy Gale is solely a reimagining of the novel The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, and not the 1939 film or any other iteration of the story. Welcome to Dark Days of Dorothy Gale, Aftermath, for Chapter 3 of Dark Days of Dorothy Gale, The Seamstress. This week was only a single-episode week. When I started this, I said there would be weeks when there is no wonderful Wizard of Oz, but there will always be a Dark Days episode. Sometimes, usually, that is because I have chapters or story arcs that only exist in my version. Sometimes, rarely, it's because I split a chapter in two. This week is a little bit of both. The seamstress is a character that doesn't exist in the L. Frank Baum world, and while this chapter could have simply been twice as long and combined with next week's Scarecrow Part 2 chapter, I ultimately decided against that for a few reasons. One, I didn't want super long chapters. I didn't want the prospect of reading this book to be a, a daunting task. And that's a thought and sentiment I pretty much abandon in the sequel Darker Days of Dorothy Gale, in which I focus more on world-building and history. Two, even though the seamstress is a fictional character, I felt a personal connection to her, and with her story being so heavy and heartbreaking, I felt it would be a true disservice to her to make the chapter even longer. Three, her story is clearly a separate one than that of the Scarecrow. It only makes sense, to me anyway, to keep her contained to her own plotline instead of dramatically shifting gears halfway through. This is an intense chapter. It's one of heartache and heartbreak. It dives into dark territory. In fact, the darkest yet of this story. Dealing with child abuse, rape, pedophilia, murder, and the innermost fears of the seamstress, this one was not only difficult for me to write, but it was also difficult for me to read and record. I apologize if it's difficult to listen to as well. While the seamstress only exists for a short time in my world, I feel as though she is one of the richest and most important characters to the story. We also get an introduction to Mombi. It's unclear if Mombi is truthful or what her intentions really are here, but we do get a sense that she is evil beyond reproach. Her ability to mimic people and shapeshift is a work of my own creation as well. I felt like this would be great fodder for a horror story, and open doors later on when she inevitably returns in future chapters and stories. I don't really have much more to say about this chapter, so I'll just leave it at that. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next week when we truly dive into the real origins of the Scarecrow. (music) 